Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back in the day, if you got one or two midterm enrollees, you're like, man, these guys are going to be awesome. They got a whole year. They're practically not even freshmen. Well, I mean, we know that it takes time to to work into the rotation at any position and learn how to be a college athlete. We, we all know that now. And it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to uh, be a fantastic freshman, but it certainly is a head start. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I feel a lot better about uh, Nico uh, that he's been on campus and gained 20 pounds than I would have had he come in in August. And I don't know, are you able to gain weight when you're practicing every day? Most players tell me it's incredibly tough. I've had maybe one or two or three players say they actually gain weight during practice. The two biggest are Mike Matthews and Boo Carter for a couple of reasons. Matthews, Highly rated receiver could fit in immediately. Boo Carter, you just don't want to lose. He's great. Don't get me wrong, but you don't want to lose him from a PR perspective. Would you agree? Those are the two biggest out of the group. And then we're going to go through the group. Those are the absolute two biggest. Mike Matthews could plug in at whiteout next year. If Brew McCoy doesn't come back, which we don't know where that's going yet. And I, I'm not so sure Mike Matthews can't just easily plug in in a second and, and, and you know, a split second and become Nico's go-to receiver. Boo Carter, you're right, a PR standpoint. It's a big PR win for you if you keep Boo Carter because of all the talk about him flipping, which, by the way, they've kept Boo Carter. It's over, guys. He's not flipping. Yeah. So <laughs> There was some clickbait out there that he was going to go to Colorado. We told you last week that wasn't going to be the case. So uh, if you want sensationalism, there are places to get that. But if you want some real news, and sometimes you might not like the news, uh, but if if you want real news and, and uh, fair uh, analysis without sensationalism. I think we're the, the place to come. So hit that like and subscribe button, turn your notifications on. So other than those two, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's the biggest one? I'm looking and, and, at a time. And you want to, do you want to run down the list real quick? Yes, sure. It's a Mike Matthews, Boo Carter, Marcus Gorey, who I believe is Boo Carter's teammate or was at one point at one of the schools he was at uh, Jake Merklinger, Braylon Staley, Jesse Perry, Gage Ginther, William Satterwhite, Max Anderson. Those last four I named are all offensive linemen. And Idris Farouk, a safety. There are two other intended midterm enrollees, but they can't arrive yet because the academic calendar at the high schools in their states are preventing them. One is Kellen Lindstrom. It's like their graduation day, right? Isn't that most often? Yeah. Exactly. So Kellen Lindstrom, it's finals week in Missouri this week, so he can't arrive yet, but he will arrive in practice. And then Peyton Lewis, the running back, the Virginia calendar just won't let him enroll as early as he wants to. Otherwise, Peyton Lewis would be the biggest early enrollee for me because uh, because of the running back issue. 
But I think that because he won't be able to enroll as early as he wants, he kind of has to go out the window and Keller Lindstrom will be on the team before the Citrus Bowl starts. So with all that in mind, to me, it comes down to William Satterwhite and Max Anderson, the two four-star offensive linemen is the biggest ones. I was, I'm say it's Max- say one, I was hoping you'd say one of those guys because you're dead wrong. Go ahead. To me, it's Matt. It's Matt. It's a uh, Max Anderson because y'all know how much I question Texas recruits. He's a four star. I think as a four star, he's overrated because Texas high school football recruiting, they 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 hit their ceiling in high school, so they get massively overrated on the recruiting trail because ironically they're so well coached in high school. So I'm just not. I'm curious what what they see in Max Anderson because a four star in Texas is usually usually should be a three star. The last Anderson that I uh, was an offensive lineman that committed to uh, Tennessee uh, was like the nephew of a booster, and he was horrible. I could tell that, and I don't evaluate prospects. And I said, "Why did they take him?" And he said, "He's the bag man. He can just get guys cash a little bit easier when they need it because he's on the team." True story. You can look it up. You probably are thinking of who it is right now, but don't say it. All right. Here's the biggest one. Dylan and I are right, and you're wrong. Uh, he says Jake Merklinger. I know he's uh, Nico's backup, but his film is phenomenal. I, I agree. I think he is the biggest guy, the, the biggest one in this class, not named Boo or Mike, and he very well could play next year. Couldn't he be – uh nico's backup so you, you remember that uh was it uh it was early in the season when joe milton got knocked out and he almost missed some time well what if you're in a key game and somebody has to step in there and play so i think he's the most important and and i've seen crazy things happen and you don't think this is going to happen neither do i where sometimes a guy is actually better than than what you had and i don't think that's going to be the case but you know, he may have to play a little bit. Nico may get banged up. I think he's going to run more. Now, he's going to run more. He's going to run smarter than a lot of guys. But I think he's going to run more than what you saw Joe Milton did, do last year. So, I'm going to go with Jake Merklinger because I think there's a really good chance he's the backup. Well, I wouldn't even go really good chance. I think it's a shock if he's not the backup. So, I would agree on with you on that. I could probably get with you on that. I tried not to be obvious, but obviously the backup quarterback is like, it's almost a hundred percent chance that Merklinger will be the backup next year. And there is always the chance of Nico getting hurt. Hendon Hooker got hurt even when he played at Tennessee. And look, the Heupel's offense needs the quarterback to run some. Nico, as I've told y'all, is a little bit his size to weight ratio is not what Hendon Hooker's even was. So and Hooker looked a little brittle sometimes out there. So I would say that. I'd say that, yeah, I'd say that I'd actually, you could, you kind of converted me with Merklinger. I just tried to not be obvious because I think there's a chance that one of these offensive linemen could plug in and become a starter. Honestly, Tennessee has a major issue at left guard right now. They were, were thinking they're going to return all four linemen. They confirmed return three, including Cooper Mays. They still don't have somebody that can fill that job at left guard. So unless you think that, you know, Ollie Lane is gone. And unless you think Andre Carey can fill that role, spoiler alert, I don't then Tennessee has a major question there. And it I just be don't, I don't believe in freshmen in general, but I certainly don't believe in them when they're offensive linemen. Um, to some extent, I would say the same for defensive tackle. I think Albert Hainsworth is the only one that showed up ready to play. Well, physically, but there's always a and Trey Smith. <laughs> there is, a, there is always a Trey Smith. Um, 
I, 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 again, it's a column I'm working on that I was uh, texting Philip Fulmer back and forth. And uh, I, I said, who are guys that showed up really ready to play without you needing them to play in your career? And he only had two names. And he said, Michael Munoz was ready, but he had a play because they had an opening at left tackle and Bill Mayo. And that's his entire time coaching offensive linemen. So I'm not putting a lot on the offensive linemen. I think this is clearly a, a, a very astute move by Josh Heupel to load it up because he knows 2025 it gets interesting. Okay, because you're going to lose a lot of guys and you're going to have a rebuilt offensive line, which is a naughty word in the SEC. Jesse Perry, Gage Ginther, William Satterwhite, Max Anderson, those are four right there that are on campus. Honestly, if if, if they get uh, a modicum of, of play this year, I think that's significant. I don't know what they do at that vacant position you're talking about, but I would be surprised surprised if it were either of those four i just um i got a i got a lot of doubts in me when it comes to freshmen tennessee offensive lineman but tennessee's last two great left guards jerome carvin and trey smith both started as freshmen um now they actually started together for three years to be fair but they started different spots on the line but they both were starters at freshmen is it possible a four-star lineman on this class is the next trey smith i'm just saying it's possible. It's always possible. Could Satterwhite be that? And also, here's the other point. I will say this from the other side. I'll say this with Max Anderson. I'm actually going more Max Anderson now. As I told you guys, Texas high school recruiting is overrated because recruiting is based on potential. And unfortunately for Texas, they're coached so well, they already usually hit their ceiling. That was something, by the way, that applied to Michael Munoz, wasn't it, Dave? Michael Munoz had been had pretty much was already at his ceiling when he arrived at Tennessee, wasn't he? Uh, and, yeah, because of his knees were so incredibly bad. Exactly. So if Max Anderson has already hit his ceiling, which he might have, and that might be why he, he's a four-star, he may other linemen may get better than him at Tennessee over time, but he may actually be ready to start as a freshman. And yep. that's the positive for Texas recruits, is they're oftentimes more ready to go as freshmen because, again, particularly in the Dallas area, I'd say the Dallas area more than Houston, right? The high school recruiting is so, so well-coached in Dallas, right? High school football, that's where the best yes, coaches are. definitely. In uh, and let's talk let's talk about the two other midterm enrollees that have not yet arrived. Uh, brought to you by Don Self. Customer service still matters. Everybody's shopping around with our uh, economy now and they're trying to save money. And I get that. But with Don Self, uh, he is going to make sure you're taken care of when those uh, you make those claims and you don't have to worry that they might not be paid correctly or it's going to be a hassle. 423-396-2126, 423-396-2126. Over 40 years, they take customer service seriously. DonSelf.net, DonSelf.net, the greater Chattanooga area. Reach out to him. Kellen Win Lindstrom, uh, defensive end out of Missouri. Uh, he will take part in practice in Orlando. And then Peyton Lewis, running back because of the school calendar and when he um, is when he is when he graduates uh, he hasn't enrolled yet so uh what do you think of, of, of those two guys obviously you like lewis a lot i do i do and maybe i'm a little you know I, it's mainly just because the need at running back i think tennessee went for lewis for a specific reason because of that so I am very intrigued by how this works out. And also Kellen Lindstrom, you know, kid out of Missouri. I think he has 
I think Heupel's connections there helps. Three-star, 6'5", 235. I know Tyler Barron's in the portal, but I think Tennessee's so loaded with edge rusher and even younger and up-and-coming edge rushers that I don't think he's going to see the field at all in two, for at least two years. Uh, yep, uh, we shall see. Uh, edge rusher from Glendale in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, it, he they got a lot of headlines uh, for a, a number of reasons, but um, one of them was, I don't know if you know this, their uh, their kicker was a girl, which is fine. Um, but she is the daughter, how about this, of Grant Winstrom, huh. former Nebraska stalwart. You remember him? Or is that going too I... far back? That's going too far back for me. Grant Sorry. Winstrom was the guy in the 99, uh, no, 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 it was 97 Orange Bowl that while they're all standing in the tunnel and Tennessee felt very confident and uh, Grant Winstrom looks over and goes, we're going to kick your A. And was he the anchor behind Ahmad Green running for like 200 whatever yards? No, he's was a defensive he he was a defensive, oh, he was a defensive lineman. lineman. Okay. Yeah, and, and and they said that, and they're like, uh-oh. I mean, they, they had a feeling, and Nebraska was ready to play that day. But uh, that's the story I always remember about Grant Winston.